This is the Horse Talk Show Podcast with Louisa Barton. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me today, Squeak Larkin, South PhD. I'm going to have Brian Cox from New Millennium Realty here in the studio with us. And now joining us by phone, we have Jessica Lynn from Earthsong Ranch. And this segment is brought to you by Earthsong Ranch and K Organics Feeds. Good morning, Jessica. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Lovely to have you with us. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about EPM, the master of disguise, this morning. Very serious disease, difficult to diagnose because its signs often mimic other health problems in the horse, and signs can range from mild to severe. Uh, obviously, the first thing you need to do is get your veterinarian out and um, get a di correct diagnosis and find out what's going on with your horse. But what Jessica Lynn is going to talk about now is some of the homeopathic uh, options that you have available to help complement what you do with your veterinarian to help get your horse through EPM. Can you talk a little bit about that, Jessica Lynn? Sure. Um, but first, the first time I ever saw EPM was a friend had purchased a horse sight unseen from Oklahoma and had her transported to California. She was a Colonel Freckles' daughter, so worth quite a bit of money, and she literally fell off the trailer. Oh, no. She couldn't even stand up. And when she called the people she bought the horse from, they said, oh, well, you know, um, she has EPM and all the horses up in Oklahoma have EPM. Oh and that's God. what started me wow. on the journey of looking, how can you treat holistically and homeopathically? And um, I called my homeopathic veterinarian and he was able to send out a kit and this mare went on to have a good life and she had two foals after that because she was already in foal. But there are homeopathic treatments including no sods for prevention. But one of the things you really need to do is focus on nutrition, especially adding a lot of vitamin E because you have nerve damage with um, this protozoa in particular. But Yes, yeah, um, so Jessica, hold on just for one second. Let's just go back for our beginner listeners um, and I'm going to try maybe my PhD can pronounce this equine protozoal myelitis equine protozoal myelitis myelencephalitis yeah. yes there you go but it's yeah. a big word anyway that's why we call it EPM yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is a very serious disease um, it is um, caused by an organism that is a protozoal parasite um, and uh, actually it's a couple, there can be a couple different um, types, but it can be um, uh, very, very serious uh, in some cases, and it can be uh, awful to watch the horse stumbling around and um, uh, terribly upsetting if, if right. one of your horses actually becomes infected with it. So it is serious yeah, and, uh, and can be, um, the infective stage of the organism can actually be passed in um, possum's feces. Uh, as well so um, and once the horse comes in contact with that from grazing or eating contaminated feed or even drinking contaminated water um, the problems can begin right and it does have to be ingested it is yes. uh, it, it does it's not communicable it, it does have to be ingested it does yeah and, and, yeah, a and lot it of actually people worry a lot of people do worry that it is a communicable and it's not no. and in right. fact I ended up one of my young horses came down with EPM and the vets out here didn't know what it was and we did blood work we did all kinds of stuff but they didn't know to look for EPM and what she would do is all of a sudden even in winter she'd start sweating wow. and we go what the heck is this you know and then she would just do some odd things like her stifle would lock up and we were just starting her so there's some really strange symptoms that can come and go 
and it can sit there kind of half dormant and then all of a sudden right. they'll have a stressful event and it will come on full blown. So right. even if they have, you know, ingested um, this protozoa, it may not go full blown for a while. So you yeah, don't like, know. Like, uh, here a lot of times, because we have so many brood mares, you'll see a brood mare will, after she's fold and gone through the stress of it, then she'll become, you know, have an EPM issue. Yeah. And that yeah. attacks and the really horses, actually attacks the horse's central nervous system. Right, so that's the, why you see incoordination, right. weakness, ataxia, um, some uh -huh. paralysis sometimes of the eyes, face, mouth, right. can be drooping eyelids, yeah. um, abnormal sweating, but seizures. They actually have the lip issue, a lot of them do. I, yeah. I treat a lot of it with oxygen too, which would be along yeah. with the homeopathic. Right, absolutely, right. So, right. so anyway, once you have the diagnosis and you have a treatment plan from the doctor, um, what Jessica Lynn is talking about, of course, is diet, which is very important, and then, um, and of course, the no-sodes. So tell us a little bit about diet, Jessica Lynn. Well, you know, you need to make sure that your horse has more of a whole food kind of diet, kind of like with your Cushing's horses. Um, none of the bag feed that has a lot of, you know, chemicals to it. You know, once they come down with EPM, it doesn't mean it's a life, you know, sentence. Right. Your vets can really help diagnose it. They've got medications for it. And then we have, you know, kits where you actually have the homeopathic kit that will kill the protozoa. And then you add the no-sode in there, which then gives them the immunity. But with the feed, you try to get the cleanest, freshest, best hay you can possibly get. And then try to go to a whole organic feed. You know, give that instead. Give the horse a chance. Um, but vitamin E is one of the most critical um, nutrients you need to give to these horses and in re really, really high doses. Because if you don't, then you're going to have the nerve endings affected. Um, when my horse was finally diagnosed, what happened was her facial muscles went into paralysis and she couldn't eat. Yeah. So I got the kit from doctor, the doctor in Florida that I deal with, the homeopathic vet, and within a few days that reversed itself and she went on for another 12 years and had a good life. How, so, how much vitamin C are you talking about, Jessica Lynn? You mean vitamin E? E, I, I meant vitamin yeah. E, I'm sorry. Um, usually it's 12,000 IU. Okay. But you've got to do that. Vitamin C is another good additive because okay. it helps to boost the immune system. Boost the I mean, immune we system. We also mm -hmm. encourage a lot of probiotics. Mm -hmm. And one of the things, when you, you know, even with them on um, more of the drug program, the horses get sicker first before they get better. Right. And a lot of times they get a really horrible headache. And what we also have them do is do digestive enzymes, plant-based digestive enzymes for a couple of days because the protozoa do go through the digestive tract as they're dying off, which is kind of odd, but right. um, it helps to remove them and get them out. And then the horse starts to rebound. But so the vet, the vet will probably prescribe anti-inflammatory drugs yes. to alleviate symptoms, but then the vitamin E, which is the antioxidant, of course, um, aids the healing, you said, of the nervous tissues. Yes. yes. It prevents the further damage because everything starts to get damaged as the protozoa start eating into, you know, like the spinal col Cord column into tissue, the yes. brain. You know, oh you can gosh. see where, the, where it progresses. Sometimes it starts from the tail and starts moving up. Then you start seeing the paralysis. You'll see the hind end be stumbling. You'll see the stifles lock. And then you can see the actual damage going through the spinal column when you watch the horse. Mm -hmm. But again, it mimics so many other diseases like herpes, like um, encephalitis, you know, wobblers. I mean, so unless you have a really good vet that will come out 
and get the blood work done immediately. I mean, the quicker you catch this disease, the more chance the horse has. Yeah, here, here in Ocala, but because we have the network of a veterinarian and yes. you know uh, other people working with we as a whole catch EPM a lot quicker than other areas of the yeah. nation I know that because right. I deal with I have people call all the time about it too yeah. so that's one yeah. of the good things here often yeah. we get it caught much quicker we do have an incredible Calif network yeah yeah in we California do. we don't we didn't see it hardly at all right and then all of a sudden we've now been seeing it but my my horse was infected by a load of hay that came out of Colorado. Right. Really? Yeah, it can be in the hay, the water, the ground. The, Absolutely. Know. And they do have and to ingest it. That's the important yeah. thing for people to understand. They, they, they do yeah. not catch it from horse to horse. And we yeah, do and have, of course, of our, our um, Larson's Hay, uh, who is the sponsor of my Facebook uh, live mm -hmm. feed, uh, actually it has some of the most incredible oh, yeah. hay. Um, you know, and, and their hay comes right from their farm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this until I visited the warehouse the other day, but it comes right from their farm up to the sliding doors of the, uh, of the, the storage and mm -hmm. comes right off the train right. into the storage right from their farm. So that's pretty cool. And he was actually talking about the quality of, of the care of their hay and farm mm -hmm. when he gave us the tour. So, uh, so that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, source that you can rely upon for uh, some good safe hay that you know where it's come from and right. we farmed it and all of that. So that's important. And then, um, you know, our organic feed, um, K Organics Feeds, uh, that is 100% organic and nothing is actually made in that factory except uh, their feeds. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to worry about any, any concerns there, but that is an incredible organic feed that you can use for a horse with the EPM if you need something that has, you know, no, no kind of, any kind of, uh, chemicals in it then that's a great that's a completely clean feed um, straight also straight off the farm from K Organics so um, so that's another and, good and option also, as well and also this is the time of year when when EPM shows up the most because this is the time of year possums start to think about where we're gonna live for the winter so I mean they're preventative things just make sure if you have any that come to your property trap them humanely get rid of them you know, right. keep your feet in, in cans so they can't get into the bags. Right. Um, yes. You know, cover your hay, that kind of stuff. There's a lot of preventative things you can do, but um, we also offer an herbal blend too that I have a lot of customers purchase in the fall that have um, antimicrobial, antiprotozoal type properties, including powdy arco, olive leaf. I can't think of uh, the other ones, but they swear by it. And they're in areas, like I said, Oklahoma, those kind of places. Um, that they know their horses are at risk because they just have massive possum, you know, population. Population, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, and Jessica, we are, we are actually coming down to the last minute or so of the show right now. I want to thank you, Jessica Lynn from Earthsong Ranch. Please find her on Facebook and like her. You can also go to her website for lots of notes and information. You can also reach out to her. She would be happy to give you a free consultation on the phone to further discuss these things. Jessica, have a wonderful weekend, and thank you for joining you us. Too. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thank you. As Bye. with um, everything that we discuss as far as horse health goes, prompt and accurate diagnosis is essential and treatment beginning immediately with your veterinarian. Uh, and of course, Peterson and Smith can be reached at 352-237-6151 if you have any questions. Uh, once you have an accurate diagnosis and treatment plan in place, Jessica Lynn can support that uh, with additional homeopathic and holistic 
uh, efforts there to make sure your horse is back, horse is back to full and complete health. I want to thank you so much, Brian Cox from New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate, for joining us today. Thank you, Squeak Larkins, my co-host, uh, for joining us in a great show. Thanks to Jonathan Holling uh, for coming in to see us today. We'd love to have you back on the show, too. So, uh, again, congratulations to Tick and Sinead <laughs> exactly. on, the, uh, on the new baby. baby. And uh, we're looking forward to you recovering from nappy changing for long enough to get you in here to the studio. Maybe you'll be looking for an escape. If you are, we'd love to see you. Hi, guys. This is Louisa Barton. I really hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Horse Talk Show podcast. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and let me know what you thought. Now, please go out there and share the podcast.